Okay, so this week we're going to talk about the, the season kickoff for each league. But first, we're going to address, you know, the big thing that happened. Lionel Messi finally left Barcelona. He joined PSG with his, with his homies. So Sunday, Lionel Messi gives out uh, a farewell speech. And it was quite sad. Like, he was literally just bawling. Like, before he could even talk, he was crying his ass off. Because from his perspective, like, he, he said he thought he was going to play. And he got a call at the last minute telling him that, like, hey, bro, you, we can't do nothing for you, man. You got to f- go find a club. Now, a lot of people might think that, you know, if you're Lionel Messi, why would you even be worried about it? You could easily get picked up by any other team. But for him, I think it was like a last minute kind of thing. All his plans were set. And then they told him, like, you have to change all your plan. You know, he told his kids that, like, you know, we're going to stay here. This is where I'm going to retire. And now, all of a sudden, everything in his life just became disarray because he doesn't know where he's going. And PSG, as they do, sweeped right on in. And they're like, gas reserve money. What's up, dude? And, you know, they kind of, they, I'm, dude, I give them a hand for doing the deal so freaking quick, right? So, what a, he he made this speech on Sunday, and then people are like, so are you going to PSG? And he's like, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to come to him next. And then Tuesday, was it Tuesday? Yeah, like Tuesday. Tuesday, Jules from ESPN talking of just losing his mind and just how happy he is the fact that, like, Lionel Messi, the possibility of Lionel Messi coming to PSG. And then he basically said, yep, this is totally happening. And then... Most of the time, they're on point. First of all, may I just say, PSG YouTube has doubled the subscribers in the last week or so. They released a video of just like two minutes, and it just it's like a drone shooting of the stadium, and the stadium slowly goes to like Lionel Messi, and it's it's nice, it's nice. And Lionel Messi is going to be wearing the number thirty of this season because that's the number he came in to Barcelona with. So he kind of wants to end it the way he started, which is kind of poetic. But anyway, yeah, so on to, so PSG released this video and then Paris has gone crazy. Okay. They literally may remind you, this is a place where police are going to like seat to seat and asking people about, are you vaccinated or not? Like making sure they're verified. But when Paris heard Lionel Messi's coming to town, it was over, dude. It was the president came to greet this man. Okay, the whole city was shut down. Okay, cop. It was like the president was coming. It it was it was honestly quite beautiful. And you're thinking like this is amazing. This is great. No, dude, they were not done. So they released another video, uh, like on Thursday maybe. The next day, let's just say the next day they released another video. Kind of just messy signing up, just present, you know. Telling people like why he came and then his plans for the future or his plans for this season's campaign and He goes outside and just the atmosphere the the PSG fans brought up to him Clap bro clap you guys just outdid yourself, man I have never seen anything like that. It was amazing and yesterday before the game They released like the video unveiling like all the players they got this season and look this It's crazy but let's just just check this shit out. Check this shit out. So the unveiling, okay? This is this is all the players they got this season. So these are the players in the panel, okay? The first one, Hakimi. 
Hakimi. Okay, let's go through Hakimi. Hakimi costs him about $50 million. Hakimi is a player who kind of plays like Daniel Alves. He came from uh, Real Madrid. He came from Real Madrid and then went to Dorman to play a few years. And then Inter Milan got him. And then he was phenomenal in Italy. He had a great season. And now he came to PSG. Okay? That's the first guy. And they won, they won the Champion League. Okay? So they won their league last season. Okay, the other guy. Liverpool player, okay? Luano. Luano? I can't pronounce his name. Anyway, he's alright. He's alright. I'm, I'm not, there's not really much for me to say that, but he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's fine. And then on the other one, the third one, okay? John Luigi Danarama. Do you know who that is? Well, I'll tell you who that is. That is a 22 year old dude who sounds like a 45 year old man. Dude's voice sounds like he knows some shit. Like, this guy's been through some stuff, you know, life. So, anyway, and this guy is arguably the best goalkeeper today right now because he's been named the player of the tournament in Euro, and he won it. So, as you, I don't know if you're counting, so far, two of the three players I just named have won trophy just this previous year, okay? And the next one is no introduction needed Sergio Rombas of course this guy has been the heart of Real Madrid for the past 15 years or so okay and they kind of let him go because he's been hurt last season he just he just wasn't up to par and Real Madrid and Real Madrid right when they got Alba they, they just kicked him out they're like yeah dude we're done we got Alba we're good so and and now he came to PSG simply to prove them wrong and I think he I think he got it, man. I, I saw that documentary about how he talks about how he's been taking care of his body. Like he has a, he has a guy who's with him who tells him about you know how to eat, what to train, how to sleep, and all this all the nitty gritties you know of being an elite uh, elite superstar. And they were talking about how you know back in the days, you know, guys once you get to your thirties, it's kind of over. It's you know what I mean. But now. In this new football age where people have, you can hire a guy to take care of every part of your body. You know what I'm saying? We, and we got like the technology of just stretching out the longevity, you know? Ronaldo is the perfect example. The guy is 36 and he still has, uh, he still plays like he's in his 20s, you know? That's pretty big deal. So he was just kind of talking about like, you know, he's prepared for himself and he was going over like his health throughout his career and he says he feels like this is the best he ever felt uh so it would be exciting to see that but again the guy has history he has won four champion leagues he has won numerous numerous la ligas and he's just a king okay so and they got him for free all right so three players for free they got they got the best goalkeeper in the world for free they got world-class midfitter i would say for free and they got sergio ramos for free now you're thinking like man psg has done their job man psg fans must be so proud of their president because this guy's really doing his job but no dude they weren't done yet the next person to come out and then in this reveal it, it was just crazy dude you can just see like you know they call everybody out they call everybody out and then they call them in order you know and then when he was, the last person was Lionel Messi. And when they call Lionel Messi, the guy who was just calling his name, the way he said Lionel's name, it's like he was crying. Like, I felt it. Like, it was like he was crying. It's like, Messi! Messi! 
it was pretty nice. I enjoyed it. PSG fans really shocked the world. Like, we did not... I expected they would greet him very well. But the way they greeted him, it was just like another level of respect. So I hope this kind of, you know, makes him feel more welcome and make him feel less at ease. Because he's been smiling the whole time too. He seems very happy. He doesn't have to have any of the pressure. He got Neymar there that's supposed to get the Champions League for them. And he got Mbappe there. You know, he should he shouldn't feel he has Di Maria there. He has hella people. He should he should feel very comfortable, you know? And this just tops the whole thing off. So I would like to say from the half of football fans, thank you, Paris Saint-Germain fans, because that was a great way to introduce the legend. I'm hearing the rumors going around that like Mbappe might leave because of this reason, because Messi came in, he's finally going to go to Real Madrid. And it apparently it's supposed to happen like the end of this month or something. And I just like to say, what? 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 Doesn't make sense. Why would, why would Mbappe do that? No, honestly, like, I get the fact that, like, you know, the more most of the attention will be on Lionel Messi. And the fact, you know, the way Paris show love to Lionel Messi, they haven't showed that to anybody. Anybody, bro. So, I can I can understand that you might want to leave that, get that um, get out of that atmosphere, and go to the Magic where you will be the main guy, and you can make the whole league yours, because Lionel Messi is not there anymore. There's a void there, and you can be the one to fill it. I get that. But... Think think of the other way. Think of the other way about this. You get to play alongside the best player of the game, okay? And next to him is the the other guy who's great at football. You got the Neymar in there, and he's your buddy. And there's you. You knew what they did together, you know. The year 2015. I think we all remember how fire that was. Why would you want to not create that? I think he's better than Suarez right now. And just to have those three up top. Oh my God, dude. Oh my God. It would be amazing. So I think it would be very stupid of him to leave and go to Real Madrid just for the fact that Messi came. He should enjoy the next two years that he has with Lionel Messi, learn as much as he can, and then go to Real Madrid. Like, this is the end of Messi. You're still coming. Dude, you're still in your 20s, bro. Early 20s, may I remind you. And you already won a World Cup. Like, chill out, bro. Just chill, just learn from the best. And then you ha will have the whole stadium. Because Holland is freaking killing it, okay? Speaking of that, we'll go ahead and speak with the Bundesliga, okay? So, in the Bundesliga, really, there's only two teams, right? There's only, you know, there's only FC Bayern and uh, Borussia Dortmund. Really, you know what I mean? Freiburg, they have good players, but we saw what happened last year. Quite sad. But anyway, so, it's just these two. And... The game, Bayern started off and they were fine. You know what I mean? I mean it's a, it's the first game of the season. They didn't, I didn't feel that they had any kind of that much of a weakness really, you know? Uh, the defense, the fact that Alba's not there, we'll see what happens. But they had the, they got that defender from Leipzig. So, you know, and dude was on point. And we'll see how the coach from Leipzig as well, how he performs as well. But other than that, I mean, Lewandowski starts the season with a goal as well. So that's also exciting. But yeah, that's it on that one. The next one is Borussia Dortmund. So for Borussia Dortmund, Haaland, as I was saying, is outrageous, bro. What is going on, man? Is this guy doing steroids? Because this is ridiculous. I think he has like 63 goals in 65 games he played for Borussia Dortmund. That's, 
that's pretty insane. That's pretty crazy. That's really that's Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo level. And so this is what Mbappe has a competition of. So instead of like trying to be selfish with it, dude, you better learn all you can. And if you don't want Haaland to have all the tension, going to Real Madrid is really not going to help. But being part of the best trio in football for the next two years, dude, attention will be all on you. The chance of you having a conversation about getting the Ballon d'Or will be talked about because you're close with the guy who had six. Anyway. Going back to uh, Dorman. Yeah, Dorman looked good. Haaland got two goals and two assists, I believe. He's been great. You know, even if you look at this, uh, the stats, they were just bossing Frankfurt. They were just bossing Frankfurt, you know. But anyway, so that's for that. And let's go jump to the Premier League. The Premier League team started the season with a freaking bam, okay? All the top teams, outstanding. So the first game of the season was Arsenal versus Brantford. They're a new club who got who just got promoted. And they slapped Arsenal with two to nothing. That's right, two to nothing. And you're thinking, but it's Arsenal. What's going on? I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on with Arsenal. I don't know if they are done being trying to compete with the top four or whatever but like this is horrendous like look at their lineup like i'm looking at their lineup and i can't even recognize these guys like their shot guys are there right and that's it that's it pepe but pepe is not even pepe is pepe is a mid he's a mid table team guy so i'm not gonna mention his name as well is smith Rowe is their number 10 this is a mid-team. This is another season where Arsenal is going to be finishing mid-team. Anyway, that's enough on them. The next game of that was... The next game is Manchester United. And oh my, you know, oh my God. Lee did not know what hit them, you know. United fans came out and they really came out. And you know who else came out? Pogba. Pogba is not playing this season, okay? He's the player to watch this season. Because all the, all the goals was coming flowing through him. You get what I'm saying? And Fernando's, who was garbage, dude. He was garbage in Europa, okay? And apparently, this is it. Maybe this is how he's using his frustration. And this might be a whole new leaf for him or something. Because he was outstanding. And it kind of just basically just looked like Manchester United would, would, was a unit for the first time. Fred looked outstanding. So I'm, I'm also excited for the partnership of like Varane and, um, Varane and Maguire. That would be very... That, that would be... That's going to be very exciting to see. All positive, you know. Greenwood has been amazing. I don't know why England didn't get him in Europe, but whatever. Overall, Manchester United really kind of surprised everybody. Because people were complaining like, Coach got a whole new three-year deal because he's been trash. But, dude, I think this is the year, man. They're definitely a title contenders. And so we'll see. So that was, the, that was the second game. And the third game was Leicester and Wolves. I didn't watch that game, but I saw the highlights. Seems like Leicester looks still solid. Everybody's there. Bonds is finally back. So, yeah, I mean, it can only go off from here. I'm excited to see where they finish this season. And then the next game was Chelsea. Chelsea looks phenomenal. And I am so shocked that they're about to have Lukaku into the mix. So I feel a little bit bad for Warner because... What really happens when Lukaku gets there? Where is he going to play? And also, this is like the team that was out there. They still have so many other players who were not playing. 
I'm talking about Chelsea, by the way. So many players who are not playing, who are really, really good, you know? So, I don't know, man. Chelsea is going to be good. They're going to be competing for the top four. And I think this is this year, again, they can, they can take it. They can take it. But it's just still too early to call it. And the other game I watched was the Tottenham and Man City game. Oh man! So the little dr- background drama is Harry Kane. Oh man, let me let me just read this. So the you know remember last the last time we were talking about Harry Kane didn't show up to practice ahead of the rumor that he might be transferring to he might be forcing a transfer to Manchester City, okay? And then he was he kind of was offended or something, and then he took it to Twitter to tweet this. He's like, "It's almost been ten years since I made my sport debut." For every one of those years, you, the fans, have shown me total support and love. That's why it hurts me to read some of the comments that have been made this week, questioning my professionalism. While I won't go into the specific of the situation, I want to clear that I would never and have never refused to train. I will return to the club tomorrow as planned. I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize the relationship I have with the fans who have given me such an unwavering support during my time with the club. This has always been the case as it is today, Harry. <laughs> so yeah, so at that moment I'm thinking, I guess it was just a bunch of rumors. Homie's still going to stay at Spores. Everything is fine. And then he doesn't show up. He doesn't come to practice. He lied. And then this game, so today they were playing against Tottenham versus Man City were playing and he wasn't there like he didn't play he's still not around he's at like some hotel or something like that so obviously homie lied and he's trying to force a move and I expect in a week coming that we Man City's gonna announce that he's there so I, to a certain degree this game doesn't matter I guess it mattered in the sense that like you know people assume Tottenham is just Harry Kane you know and they beat Manchester City the the reigning champions without Harry Kane. So that's very significant, but I don't know how much significant it really is. Once Harry Kane gets there, I think it's over. I mean, Man City is still the favorites as well. And speaking of that, let's go to let's talk about Jack Wilshire. The the famous signing the number 10, okay? Garbage, bro. Garbage. Garbage. This guy is not worth that much money. And he has shown in this game why he's not worth that much money. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. There's still time. This is the first game. This is the first game. But yeah, like Torres didn't get the ball. Sterling was having difficult the whole time. Tottenham's right back was on Sterling the whole time. He was not letting him go. He was like, he was just bullying him the whole time. Torres didn't even get the ball until like the second quarter or something like that. And Mares was like missing chances. Kundua wasn't his best. It was just, Mendy was trash, you know. I don't even know why uh, Kyle Walker didn't play. So, you know, and then Son, Dele Alli, Lucas Mora, they all have something to prove, you know, the fact that Harry Kane's not there and people like shitting on them, saying that, you know, the Harry Kane is all they are. And this was uh, something for them to prove and Son did the job. Oh, the other game I watched was Liverpool and Norwich City. Norwich City. Liverpool finally looks like they're back to their old self, you know, would. Van Dijk coming back to the lineup, the back kind of just looked solid. And it was it was solid the whole time as well. Navikeda was there as well, and he was good. They were fine. You know, they can definitely be better. And the, for the top three, as usual, you either have Mane, Jota, or Salah, or Firmino, Mane, Salah. So Mane and Salah is always going to be there. And 
it, it was kind of nice to see Mane and Salah kind of like, you know, celebrating together. Because last season, it felt like there was kind of a tension there. It's kind of just a weird, like they wouldn't pass it to each other. Selfish tensions. But maybe this season kind of looks different. So it's, it's exciting to see where they'll go, you know. But overall, this game was straightforward. Liverpool kind of controlled the whole game. Okay, now let's go to La Liga. So in La Liga, really nothing kind of changed. Other than Lionel Messi's not there. But in the sense of like, but in the sense of which team is better, very hard to say. Okay, the first game I watched was the Real Madrid against Alves. So Real Madrid is a team who had a little bit of changes. You know, they're back, two defensers left. Two, there are two legendary defenders just left, Varane and Sergio Ramos left. So there's a little void back there. They got Gareth Bale back. They have they have that Martin guy back. Uh, they have David Alaba. So that's kind of helps out a little bit. But and they have a new coach as well. Zidane's not there anymore. So anyway, Gareth Bale. First of all, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird seeing him with not number eleven because Asensio is a number eleven now. He's just playing maybe the first the beginning of the first season just to get him more advertised so other club would come take him because it doesn't seem like the number eighteen is a long term long term strategy. But whatever. So in the lineup against Alves, they had uh, you know. Courtois in the back, and then you got Nacho, Alba in the left, and then they got Luz Vasquez on the on the right. Whatever. And then in front of the in front of him is like uh Varvardic, uh, Casemiro, Modric, and then in front of Modric is Hazard, Benzema, and Bell. So that's how they're playing. And the top three, Bell, Hazma, Bell, Benzema, and Hazard does not sound bad at all. You know, and they were great. Hazard was moving very quickly. Hopefully, there's no injury for him this year, and he finally shines, you know, because he's a great player, and injury just been kicking his ass, and he seems like he's in shape now, you know, moving very quick. Modric is still is still Modric doing his thing. Vivardi was great in this game, but, you know, Benzema is the leader now, and he stepped up, got him to the second goal. You know, he was kind of a little shaky in the first half, but after the two goals, Leader Modric kind of got control of the game, and he was kind of just... It was over. So they look pretty solid. You know, they have a lot of players still, even though they lost their defense. So anyway, that's that was that. The next game was Atletico and Salta Viga. And Atletico is still looking Atletico. You know what I mean? They still look the favorites to win the league. They got Correa, who's had two goals, amazing goals, both of them. And their defense still solid. Their midfield, nobody left. You know what I mean? Nobody left. This game was pretty straightforward. They dominated the whole time. And the one goal that uh, Celta Vigo gets was bullshit, okay? Because because the ball hit Lorenzo in his chest first, and then it hit his hand, and then the ball hit his leg, and then came back to his hand. So I thought the rules was if it touches any part of the body before it touches the arm, it's not a penalty. So I thought that was kind of very harsh. Don't really agree with the ref, but whatever. Either way, it didn't bother them at all. It didn't. They still continue on, and there was a little fight at the end, which was kind of just. I don't know, it was, it, was, it was dumb, it was dumb. But that was that, Atletico still looking favorites. And and then the Barcelona and Real Sociedad game. So in this game, obviously, the the questions was, is Barcelona going to collapse or is Barcelona going to come through? How are they going to cope with, you know, the absence of Lionel Messi, you know? Even when they this game started, the fans were like, you know, Messi, you know, just kind of kind of a little irritating the players. They got eggs, got CS from Man City for free. And the whole thing is like, you know, he's, he's supposed to help out with the back. So he was, him and PK were in the central mid. And then you, and you got Jordi Alba in the right. And then you got Des in the left. 
And then the midfield, you got obviously solid. One of the best midfields out there, okay? You got Busquets, you got Pedri, and you got DeJoin. Pedri, who has not stopped playing soccer since last year, okay? This kid played a whole season, okay? And then he played in a tournament, okay, Euro tournament, okay? And then he, right after that, he went in to play in the Olympics. And now he's back playing. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, he played, he was great. And then at the top, they got Griezmann, uh, Depay, and Braithwaite. Braithwaite, who I criticize him, you know, a bunch of people criticize him, saying, you know, he's just not up to par at Barcelona level. And he's not. But he had a great game, you know. He had two goals, and Depay has had a great game. And Piquet, who is the leader now, and who offered to cut 50% of his salary just so other players can register because of, you know, the horrendous financial situation of Barcelona. Either way, Griezmann was all right. He didn't really shine, but Depay didn't look nervous at all. For someone in his first game, he didn't pull a Hazard situation where, you know, Hazard just looked terrible and nervous his first game. But Depay looked like he's in it, you know? So it would be, it would be great to see where this goes. I am not getting ahead of myself because this is just the first game. They did fine. But they're playing against a team who they destroyed last season with like five goals or something. So I'm not really that impressed yet. But nevertheless, it was a good test, it was a good game, and it was a good result. Anyway, so after that, the last one was Sevilla. I did not know Tottenham stole Eric Lamero to, uh, to Sevilla. So I was very excited to see him, and he was great. Like, he, he scored both of the goals. Like, he came in his debut and scored two goals. That's, that's pretty impressive. And what that tells me is, in Spain's high flight... The four teams you expect to be the top, they looked great, you know, because this was the first game and they all performed perfectly. But yeah, this, so that's it. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys this week. I will see you next week.